This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, gaming fans worldwide. Welcome to the Video Gamers Podcast. We cover all kinds of stuff related to gaming, like deep dives on our favorite titles, recent gaming news, even bonus round shenanigans where we determine things like what gaming character would be best to have as a roommate. Today is a very special episode. It is our first Hijack a Host episode. We are so excited to talk about what that means. But before we get started, we need some introductions. I am your host, Paul. And joining me are my two fellow gamers in crime. First up, he got to pick our last deep dive game, which was The Witness. Josh, how are you doing? How are you feeling today? I am excellent, man. How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing good. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I'm excited. That's that's the number one word I would say. Hijack a host. We haven't done one of these yet. I, this is this is going to be so much fun, man. I, I mean, we've been talking about this for a little while. We, you know, we've been picking games for each other and stuff like that. But one of the awesome perks, f- if you support the show over at MultiplayerSquad.com, you can sign up for the legendary tier. If you do that, you get to hijack one of us. Somebody has done that. I'm excited, man. This is going to be a phenomenal episode, and I hope people really enjoy it. And then I kind of hope that people see how much fun this can be and then (laughs) say, hey, I want to do that, too. (laughs) Money, please. Is this what you're uh, trying to get out there? Well, I was trying to be more tactful than that, Paul, but, uh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. And then joining Josh and me, I think he's going to have more fun with this episode than our our last Monday episode. Since Ryan didn't play The Witness, I think he kind of felt like he was on the bench a little bit. Ryan, are you feeling a little more excited about this one? Oh, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. (laughs) I can be part of the show. (laughs) I just felt so bad. I was like, I don't know how Ryan's going to talk about The Witness when he never played it. Um, But you, you, you handled it fantastically, Ryan. What a pro. All right. So, guys, a little bit of housekeeping here. Josh was just talking a little bit about legendary support on Patreon. Whenever anyone signs up on any tier, we always owe them a shout out. We have a very special one because they signed up under legendary under our new hijack a host perk. And we owe a very huge thank you to Nate, also known as underscore apostles. Thank you so much, Nate, for the legendary support. Yeah, Nate! Nate, Nate the Great. Uh, insert applause yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and not only that, 
Nate also sent us a little bit of a care, not a, not a little bit, not a lot a bit, bit of a it care was package. A big, a mega care package. <laughs> yes. Tw- a 27 pound package. <laughs> loot box, baby. It, it yeah. was the mother of all loot boxes. Um, I, I mean, dude, we were all just very taken aback. Thank you, Nate, for that. I, I mean, we've had some people in the past send us some stuff. I don't know about you guys, but I love getting free stuff, you know, (laughs) but honestly, more than that, it's just, it's really cool to us to see people just love the show, love the podcast, click with us. You know what I mean? Like we've always approached this as we are friends talking games with you, who is also our friend. Um, And so it really just resonates with all of us when we see that happen and we know that somebody loves the show. And they love talking video games. And it's like, hey, I think you guys would like this. I want to send you something. Like, it really just blows our minds. So thank you uh, to Nate and to everybody else that's done that as well. Now, normally when we do our Force the Friend episodes, there's always a little bit of unknown because we don't know what game is going to get picked and who's going to be selected. In this case, we do already all know uh, Nate had messaged you, Josh, and you went back and forth with him a little bit. Why don't you tell us today what game are we playing? Who's playing it? How did this all go down? Kind of got, I was just chatting with Nate. Nate came in legendary, came in hot, was just chatting with us, which is awesome. Um, you know, I, we were kind of just having a conversation back and forth. Um, it was really cool because like he was saying that he's actually developing a Roblox game, which I thought was mm-hmm. cool. My kids play Roblox, so I'm like somewhat familiar with it. Um, you know, and he was saying that's something that he's been working on. Um, it's a game called apostles, I guess, which would also relate to the, his handle on discord, which is underscore apostles on there. Um, and I, I jumped in just to like, he was like, do you want to check it out? And I was like, absolutely, man. It's really neat. It's kind of based on this premise of like time traveling back to like biblical times. Um, and there's like these portals that you can go to, to kind of see like the garden of Eden and Moses splitting the red sea and stuff like that. So you can tell he's been putting a ton of effort into this. He's come out and said, Hey, I've got a long way to go. It's not ready, but I got a kind of a sneak peek at like a Roblox development process, um, which I thought was like super cool. So good job on that, Nate. Uh, love the subject matter personally as well. So, you know, I, I, I can't wait to see what this is, uh, when it's all said and done. But during that conversation, Nate kind of went, I picked Torchlight 2 for you. <laughs> and I went, Whoa, oh, yeah. All right, man. And then uh, so kind of spilled the beans a little bit. So this is not a shocker uh, as far as like a reveal or a surprise that I got picked to play this game. So, yes, I do know what game has been picked and I do know that it has been me. Yes. So this puts things on pause a little bit for me because, Josh, you forced me to play The Witness. So at some point, I'll be picking a game and forcing one of you guys to play. But since Nate went legendary, that obviously takes priority. So this will be, you know, that round right here. So, Josh, you get to play Torchlight 2. I was kind of curious to know from you guys, have you ever played a Torchlight game? What do you know about this series? Have you played? Have you heard of it? Where, where are you at? Ryan, you're the you're the Diablo lover. Is this a is this a series that you're familiar with or you know about? Key keyword key is Diablo. Diablo, okay. Not <laughs> Torchlight, but no, I I understand. Yeah, it's it's uh, kind of uh, Diablo light, I guess you would say. Um, but I I have not uh, been too familiar with it. I've looked into it um, and seen kind of what it's about. So. I'm excited to kind of dive into this and and, uh, get into it with you guys. 
Are you in the same boat, Josh? Have you ever played Torchlight? Because I, I have not. So funny enough, I I went, man, I feel like I've played Torchlight. I, I talked about this on our Diablo episode where I went through a phase where I wanted more of like all of that, right? And so I played a game called Path of Titans. I tried the initial Torchlight. Um, and so then I went into my Steam library and I was like, I'm pretty sure I've played this, but am I, you know, am I confusing it with anything? Um, I did play Torchlight. I played it for four hours. Um, okay. And so, I, you know, I have a little bit of time in it. I'll be honest. I don't remember much about it other than what Ryan said is I've always just considered it a a clone of Diablo. Um, my initial thought is I don't think it's on the level of Diablo or it would be more famous. But I'm kind of going into this blind because I know absolutely nothing about Torchlight 2. And my memories of Torchlight are pretty non-existent. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's almost like my memory of The Witness was yeah. <laughs> very minimal. It's like, I know I played it. Something about wires and things lighting up. So you're, you're kind of in that boat a little bit here, which is kind of funny. Uh, and then, Josh, I think Nate also gave us a little bit of a write-up about why he chose Torchlight 2. Do you want to go ahead and, and let us know? Yeah, and absolutely. And that's one of the things that we do is, like, when I pick the witness for Paul, I always say, hey, this is why I'm picking this game. This is why I'm picking you. Ryan picked Metal Gear Solid Five for me and said, you've never played this. We want you to experience it and see what you think and stuff like that. So we do ask people to say, hey, why did you pick this and why did you pick me? Um, and so Nate did send in this write-up. I'm just going to read it. Um, and it says, I picked this game because it's a better version of my earliest memory of starting to get starting to get into PC gaming, which was Torchlight 1. I enjoyed the first game because it was a great game, and I believe it was one of the few games that would run great on my first computer that I built back in 2007. <laughs> Torchlight 1 only required Windows XP... Uh, an x86 compatible processor, 520 megabytes of memory, and a graphics card that supports 3D graphics with 64 <laughs> megabytes of, uh, of, of memory. Uh, it only took up 400 mega drives or 400 megabytes of hard drive space. So when Torchlight 2 came out later, I believe the only upgrades I did to my computer were the graphics card and memory. I was still able to run Torchlight 2 and it was very cheap. I don't know how much it was back then, but it, right now it's only about $20. I figured if I liked the first installment in a series, I will usually get the games that follow. I have all three Torchlights and I believe I have enjoyed them all in one fashion or another. But I also played Diablo and I enjoy playing those games as well. I picked this game for you to play because it was probably the first one that came to my mind. It's cheap and you can play it offline. I figured it would be a good review to get the word out about it for budget gamers to get their Diablo fix if they've never bought a Diablo game. And it would also be great if your power or internet goes out because it's offline and pretty much any laptop out there can run this game without issues. I picked you because your history with RPGs and Diablo, and I wanted to get your take and recommendations on this for other gamers. Nice. All right. When I read that, I had no idea there was a Torchlight 3. Because I, didn't I, I knew one and two. It, it, Somehow. Like, is there really a Torchlight no 3? Yes. It came out in no 2020. Idea. I had no idea. The funny thing is, it's almost exactly the anniversary of when it came out. It released in October 2020. So that oh, one wow. somehow slipped past us. I I have always been aware of Torchlight, but I don't know anyone who's played it, or at least no one's told me about it. So I was very curious to find out more about Torchlight. 
I, I do have a description of the game here from Wikipedia that I'll read for you guys. The description from Steam wasn't helpful. It was like the follow-up to Torchlight 1. It's like, okay, great. Thank you. Uh, so here's what Wikipedia had to say. Torchlight 2 is an action role-playing dungeon crawler and takes place in a fantasy world where the character can be any of four classes, each with different skills and abilities. The plot starts with the destruction of the town of Torchlight at the hands of the alchemist from the first game and has the character following the trail of destruction left in the alchemist's wake as he searches for a cure to his illness, which has driven him insane. Like the original Torchlight, Torchlight 2 features randomly generated dungeons for the player to explore and numerous types of monsters to fight for experience and loot. So really, Diablo clone. I mean, that's really (laughs) all Wikipedia needs to say. You know, it's basically Diablo-like, $20 game. Josh, what's your immediate response knowing that you're going to play this one? I... I love the Diablo type games, to be honest with you. Um, so my initial reaction is this should be fun. Um, you know, I, I could see a lot worse games that somebody could pick for one of us to play. So, you know, in this regard, I think that I like this genre of game. Um, I, you know, I don't think it's going to be as good as Diablo because I just, it's not as popular as Diablo. So if it's like, if it's better, shouldn't it be more well known in that regard? So maybe, you maybe know, not. Maybe, yeah. I mean, maybe it's underrated. Yeah, I mean, it could be, I will yeah. say, I love the fact that, uh, that Nate picked a, a game that can run on laptops and, 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 you know, not everybody out there has supercomputers and stuff like that. And so I actually really love the angle of saying, Hey, here's a game that will be available to just about anybody out there. Um, so I think that's interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 definitely excited to jump into this. My initial thought is, if it's a Diablo clone, how good is it going to be? Like that's my curiosity at this point. So let's talk about that. I was curious to know what Diablo clones have you guys played, if not Torchlight, which apparently none of us have. What Diablo clones have you played, and did you enjoy them? Ryan, you've only played Diablo. Have you ever played a, a like an offshoot of that? I I don't think I've played anything else. I'm a purist, my man. Uh, give me <laughs> Some that. would call that just a mainline Diablo, but uh, purist is you know. <laughs> <laughs> give me that pure Diablo. That's yeah. all I want. <laughs> just the primevals for Ryan. No, yep, no one else allowed. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Josh? We've played a couple together. Stuff like Lost Ark is definitely a little bit of a Diablo clone. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons also comes to mind. Oh. Yeah, I didn't I forgot about Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a dungeon crawler action, you know, loot based game. Um, I have played Path of Titans. I actually played a lot of that. Um, I don't remember a ton about it, but I do remember enjoying that a lot. I, as I said earlier, I don't remember my time with the initial torchlight. I had four hours in that game. Um I, I you know, I've played every Diablo out there, um, but that's really it to be honest with you i can't think of any other games that come to mind at least so if i've played any other clones they didn't stand out to me okay do you feel like any of those are high enough quality to compete with diablo or do you still feel like diablo is its own step above diablo is definitely like at the pinnacle i do remember really enjoying path of titans um it had like a mythological flair to it it had good gameplay i do remember playing that game for a while but that's other than diablo that's really the only one that stands out in my mind 
Okay. Yeah. yeah, for me, when I think about like hack and slash action RPGs, I've got Diablo 2 at the top of the list, but just beneath that, that's the 1A. The 1B for me is Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 1 and 2. That was like a spin-off of Baldur's Gate that was very hack and slash. I had an absolute ball playing those back in the day, which also had co-op to do the full campaigns doing it split screen on TV. That for me was right up there. And I guess, I don't know if this really qualifies, but like the Marvel Alliance games, if you want to consider that sort of like a Diablo clone being like a hack and slash, I always thought those were really fun. I love Diablo, but I'm not a Diablo snob at all. I'm very open to the action RPG genre. I'll try any of them. And I feel like there's always at least some fun to be had, even if it's filth. not quite as good as Diablo. Filth. Filth you are. <laughs> are we mudbloods, Ryan? <laughs> no, would you, would you, I mean, you, you can drive your Ferrari to work, you know, or, or you can drive your Camry. They both get you there, but what do you want to take? You know? The Camry. Yeah, so the it Camry, get, it gets it won't gas get mileage. I don't no, have to worry about people crashing. Ferrari, safer, man. You know? What are you talking about? You guys are crazy. <laughs> You're talking to the wrong guy. I don't like attention being put on myself. I would never drive a Ferrari anywhere as if there were ever even an option. I would ramp a Ferrari, dude. I would like launch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, it's about that time, guys. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, continuing our talk about Torchlight 2. So I love that the Wikipedia really brags about that you can play any of four classes. Whoa. Which did, it did make me chuckle a little. I was like, okay, four classes is good. I don't know that I'd like brag that there's four. Uh, so here are the options. We have an engineer, which is a heavy melee fighter. The outlander, a nomad who uses ranged weapons and low magic. I don't really know what that means. And there's the berserker quick attacks and animal themed special powers and the ember mage, a highly trained spell casting class with elemental attacks. So Josh, I was kind of curious to hear like hearing that does any one of those classes sound most interesting? What do you think you're going to pick? I think um, I I've always said, I love being in the fray. I want to be right in the thick of things. If the engineer is the heavy melee class, that is Sounds like the class for me. The only other class, I mean, most people that have been listening for a while know, uh, usually I will go with Rogue because I like a lot of mobility and like action of like darting around and stuff like that. I don't want to be a mage. I don't want to be a, like an archer. Um, so it sounds to me like engineer is going to be the class for me on this one. Oh, I thought you might say berserker with the quick attacks I, it, because I, of the whole Rogue but thing. Didn't, didn't you say pet? Like pet or something? I thought you said something. Animal-themed special powers. Okay, okay. Maybe, maybe Berserker. Maybe Berserker then, Maybe too. Berserker? Yeah. I Ryan. thought that sounded like a pet class, and I do not like pet classes. <laughs> Ryan's got the funniest smile on his face. I know... I can already tell you're not going to play this game, Ryan. If you were forced... <laughs> Do any of these classes sound interesting to you? Which one would you pick? The engineer, just, the outlander, the berserker, or the ember mage? I'm just thinking per our uh, conversation on Discord today about cats, 
with uh oh. with, with Josh and the pet. I'm just thinking of him as a cat, like rare. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tiger boy. <laughs> I ain't no rare. No, 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 I'm not, no, not no tigers up in here. You're a cat. You're a cat, man. You're a little oh. feline. <laughs> oh, um, that's so funny. Uh, oh man, I, I'm. Uh, oh, jeez, that's a hard one to say. You'd I, go I, with the mage, I, wouldn't you? I, yeah. Aren't you like Mister Sorcerer? Sorcerer. Like, yeah, I'm. I'm more like mage style. I love. I just like seeing that number rise. What's my DPS? Let me just just put as much you know as I can in that on that enemy or that area AOE attack whatever it is. That's you know that's kind of my jam. I I love to just come in and how much can I do? This is my contribution. I'm gonna just do nothing but damage. So yeah, this <laughs> it's sorcerer sorcerer sorceress whatever it is. Ember mage. Ember mage. Mage me. If you if you had a healer, Ryan could heal himself because I don't. I was laughing earlier because I don't know if people realize this, but Ryan injured himself while we were podcasting right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you did, Ryan, but you somehow cut your finger while how did sitting you at see your that? desk, dude. How did you see that? <laughs> I was gonna let it go, but since you called me a cat man, I'm calling you out, Ryan. I am so I blown away that you saw injured that. myself podcasting before. Dude, so I was I was I was, okay so. As an outdoorsman, I, I I keep my knives very sharp in my household. I was cleaning them earlier this evening, and I nicked my thumb cleaning a knife because I cleaned it with the blade side towards me instead of away, and I nicked my thumb, and I pulled off the Band-Aid thinking it was done bleeding, and it wasn't. And oh, so, okay. yeah, so it, it it's like pouring blood out. And I'm like, I like picked a, a little uh, napkin out of the trash can next right. to my desk. I thought you injured yourself no, while I did recording. Not, I did so. not injure myself. No, right. I'm not. I, I am, uh, you know, a dingus, but not that much of a dingus. So, right. so Ryan is questionable day to day for our next podcast. Hey, if people don't realize podcasting is a injury dangerous uh, Put me on the injury report, man. But no, I, I'm good to go right now. I can't type maybe, but profusely uh, bleeding. But man, I, okay. I don't know what, what in the uh, sequence there would be for Josh to have laser eyes, but he's got laser eyes because I don't know how he saw that. <laughs> I'm impressed. I did not notice at all. So Josh is a little more observant. It's perception. Than me. It's my. I, I have like an 18 in perception, guys. My D and D nerds will get that. So, oh, nice. All right. So moving on, I have a couple of fun facts to read about Torchlight Two. So I did a little bit of research that way we could you know share a little bit here. One of the main criticisms of Torchlight One is that it had no multiplayer at all. And so that was added for the second game. Um, Josh, I was going to say maybe me or Ryan would join you. Although I later also read that the servers no longer work for multiplayer. So maybe you can only play single player at this point. I, I don't know. We'll have to test it out. Also, I read that Runic Games, the developer, they wanted to develop an MMO after Torchlight 1. It went through a few iterations. Ultimately, it got scrapped, and they just did traditional sequels for 2 and 3. Also, I know I was kind of joking about Torchlight being like a, 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 an underrated gem. It actually sold quite well. Torchlight 2 sold 3 million copies. So this is no slouch. Oh, wow. Like This okay. is a pretty successful franchise. The first one sold over 2 million copies. So lots of people seem to love it. 
Also, what's kind of interesting is before Runic Games even existed, there was another developer that was called Flagship Studios. They were working on a game called Hellgate London, which, Ryan, you might find this interesting. I've heard of that game. They said it was basically Destiny, but they tried making it five years too early. So what's funny is that sank the studio. So the 14 people who worked in the Seattle office said, let's go make our own studio. And they bought the same office, the same furnitures, and the same computers and then started Runic Games to make Torchlight, which is such a funny origin story to just have the same group of people just buy the old company's stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Uh, And then lastly, I did not realize this because I'm such a Diablo fan. I did not realize that there was such a big story about Torchlight 2 versus Diablo 3 because they came out so close to each other. Game Informer actually said that they preferred Torchlight 2 over Diablo Ooh, 3. Okay, well, this, gets, said me, that, this gets me hyped uh, that, a little that, bit. That, that that cuts me going, too, because I was not the biggest fan of, of Diablo 3. So Yeah. Game Informer said they're both great, but they said by a slim margin they prefer Torchlight. IGN also gave it a very positive review and said, quote, it does not do anything radically new, but it does everything incredibly well. So okay, there's a couple okay. of sources that I, might... might Get me interested here, Paul. Yeah. I played a lot of Diablo 3. That's where I went the, uh, I think it was called the Hunter, maybe. It was the ranged class in that one. Um, And so if people are saying, and I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm not a Diablo Diablo snob. (laughs) Diablo snob like Ryan. Um, So I enjoyed Diablo 3. You know, I don't think it's the best Diablo, but I did have a good time with that. So if these are comparable games, then I think I am going to enjoy my time with this. Well, on top of that, I pulled a couple community reviews. I did pull one negative and a couple positive. Uh, This game sounds like it's got some weird stuff because I don't even know what this review means, but it sounded really interesting, so I had to read it. One person left a review after playing 56 hours, and they said, oh, this is a different review first. They said, imagine Diablo. Now stop it. Torchlight 2 is way better. Okay. And that's a common (laughs) review. I saw that a lot. All right. This is the crazy review that I had to read because I just want to know what it means. First two hours, gone fishing, got shark in sewer, gave it to my panda. It transformed to cockroach. Now my panda is ugly as me. I and my panda became best friends forever. Friend zone by panda. 11 out of 10 would go fishing again. Mr. Madison... What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I don't know what any of that means, but it sounds funny. So I had to read it. Uh, that makes zero sense to me. I <laughs> so if you have I'm an opportunity also, to go fishing. But now I'm also curious. Well, wait a minute. If this game has fishing, Paul, we know how you feel about fishing. In <laughs> He's got two games. thumbs and loves yeah. fishing in games. <laughs> yeah, that might get me in on, on just that. 
All right. And then last thing to read here. This is a positive review that somebody just left in September 2023. So even though the game's 10 years old, this is a recent review. They said, 10 years later, this is still one of the best action RPGs around, especially the sound effects. They are better in this than any other action RPG. Game flow and moment-to-moment gameplay are also top-notch. This game is still easily playable in 2023. Well, I hope so, because wow. I'm going to be playing it in 2023. Yeah. So. We all are. Hopefully it's yeah. playable. Yeah. I don't know that that's like a resounding, <laughs> uh, you know, positive thing to say that it's playable, but I guess that's still good news. Well, you know I love good audio, Paul, um, and I, do? Like, I do like good sound design in a game. I do think that You really always buy fancy it. sound cards, I, I which do. I always laugh at. Well, I have better sound than you, Paul, so you keep laughing. Um, uh-huh. But So I will. I will have to actually pay attention to that as well. Um, it's going to be hard to beat. See, here's here's the risk you run when you pick a clone of another game is that it, regardless of how impartial I try to be, my brain is going to compare this game to Diablo. And yep. being that Diablo 4 just came out, it's going to be difficult to take this. When did you say this game was made? 2016? Oh, no, it's older than that. I think it's 2012. Is it really? It's Torchlight 2? I can 2? double check. Yeah, Torchlight okay, 2. But I mean, okay, so, it, you know, this is this is going to be the tough part for me is just played Diablo 4 a couple months ago, playing a clone of Diablo from 2012. It's going to be very <laughs> difficult in my mind to not compare them. And that's not necessarily a fair comparison at that point when they're 11 years apart. Um, so... so- like orange juice is delicious, but if you drink it right after brushing your teeth, exactly context matters. Exactly, it really does matter, and I can try to be impartial, and I will. I'll like you know, I'll try to judge the game on its merits alone, but it's also going to. I mean, I know myself, I'm going to compare this to Diablo because it's you know it's the closest thing, um, and so I'm very curious. The reviews get me hyped. The what you have said gets me hyped. But how is it going to compare to Diablo? <laughs> well, I think not only that, I want to know how does this compare to Diablo and Path of Exile? Because you've got Diablo with the prestige and the history and the higher price tag. And then you have Path of Exile, which is free and a lot of people love. Torchlight kind of comes in in the middle. So I'm kind of curious to know, like, what's their niche? What do they offer that we don't get from the others. And, and that's what I'm very curious about. Um, by the way, Google did confirm Torchlight 2 came out in September 2012. 2012. So okay. 11 years old. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's about right when, uh, what was it, Diablo 3 came out, right? Yeah. Right around yeah, then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So in closing out the show, just a couple last things here. We always like to guess the user score. I think this is especially funny because none of us have played Torchlight. We're all just going off of gut instinct and what we have heard. I wrote down that my guess was 85%. My thought is, I think people probably like Diablo more. Diablo would be somewhere in the 90s. I mean, I know Diablo 3 had issues, but I'm just saying in general, people right. love Diablo. So 85 was my guess. What What do you guys think? Ryan? Oof. Um, 82. Okay, going lower. Going low. Josh? So 80, Josh, go 83. Go 83. No, I'm not going... Uh, I'm not going 83. <laughs> I'm going to go 84. Okay. 
Okay. I did not think I would win this. <laughs> Guys, this game is pretty beloved. The actual really? user score on Steam is 93%. 93? Yo. So, guys, okay. 3 million sales, 93% rating on Steam. I think Nate wow. might be onto something All here. All right. Okay. No, um, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. I know this is Josh's game, but I'm a super, super big Diablo guy. And if this is like that, Diablo-esque, Diablo Light, you know, whatever you want to call it, um, I'm stoked to try it out. I'm super excited. Ryan, do you think Josh is going to beat this game? No, 100% no. <laughs> how, I, I do wonder how long this game is. It doesn't matter. I won't beat it no matter. It's like 20 hours. <laughs> yeah, so it's like four matter. hours long. It could be five hours. <laughs> you guys know will... I'm going to get to 15 hours in and then yeah. I'm going to just be like, what's that over there, guys? Dude. I used to joke that the only deep dive that we've done that Josh finished was Ibn Ob because that was like a three and a half hour. That game. is that is true. It's I, I can add that to my list, Paul. Thank you. I love when you tried arguing that you beat Forspoken because you took the uh, uh, the cheap the ending where you went rolled, back to New Paul. York. No, no, no. I will argue this till the end of my days. If a game's credits roll, you yeah. beat that game. Oh, uh, that's that was my favorite argument. You're like, no, no, technically, <laughs> I beat Forspoken. I did oh beat Forspoken. I love it. So funny. All right, yes, you did get the credits. I, I will. Right. I will concede that. <laughs> yes. All right. Last question for you, Josh. Taking a look at your leaderboard, which we now have 103 games on. Kind of just you know, based off everything you've heard today, where do you think this game's gonna land? Oh man. I mean, I just placed the witness. Where did I put the witness at? Like in the 40s. Yep. 35 35 okay i mean i enjoy this kind of game i love mindless games sometimes um again it's going to be hard to not compare it to diablo i'm going to guess <sighs> late 40s which is okay. now i know a lot again remind people that when you've played over 100 games if you you know 50 means this is a this is a decent game i mean this is you know a game that is a fun game to play. Um, I don't know that it's going to like rock my world or make me go, wow, this game really does something cool and unique and amazing. I'm going to, I'm going to say late forties, mid somewhere around there. So good to maybe even very good, but certainly not great. Is that kind of, that's what my you're guess. thinking probably. Yeah. That's my guess at this point. Um, yeah. In part I, due to age. Cause the game's over a decade old. I think it's honestly going to be partly due to age and it's going to, regardless of how I try to approach this, it's going to be, how does this compare to Diablo and where do I rank like Diablo four, you know, because that's the most recent game I've played kind of thing. So it's going to be hard. Like I said, I'll try to keep it fair, but it's, it's just a natural thing to do that. So yeah, yeah. I, I think that's right in that range. That's hard. Cause one, cause one it's, it's a clone. Two, it's older. So yeah. you're trying to like kind of cut you, you can, you know, you don't want to take that too much into account when you play it. I mean, a fun game's a fun game. You can right. play anything, you know, and it's, it's older. It's not, if it's fun, it's fun. But, you know, graphics or playability and stuff like that sometimes come and in, comes into play. I know for me, I know my list is nowhere near as long as your guys, um, but I'm probably. I anticipate it being somewhere in the mid twenties. I'm a sucker for those 
Diablo style game. Now, how so. many are on your list currently, Ryan? Because that's going to give some context. He's, he's got thirty two. <laughs> thirty two. Okay, so <laughs> bottom bottom third is what you're thinking. Yeah, bottom third. Yeah, I'd, I'd say mid to mid to low twenties. Um, okay, probably in there. I got Halo Infinite arc. Uh, it matters because if Ryan has so. twenty games and he's like, I think it's going to be in the twenty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Top twenty doesn't mean quite so much on. And this on Ryan's. isn't for all the listeners out there. This isn't all the games I've ever played. It's just what these guys have played and what we played together <laughs> and stuff like yeah. that. Just on deep the dives yes, on the pod. Exactly. Deep dives, yeah. stuff like that. So I have played maybe one or two games before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to say Ryan's only played Metal Gear Solid and Diablo, and that's it. He's never played any other franchise. That's all you need, baby. Um, there you go. I will say I already picked up Torchlight 2. I might have played for about 30 minutes just to get a sense of the game. I will say that even though the game Tell is Tell me old, something, Paul. The- <laughs> to spoil? Give me anything. Give me, give me a crumb. <laughs> I will say the animation style, despite being old, it reminds me a little bit of like Blizzard games. It looks a little bit like Warcraft 3 slash World of Warcraft. Oh, and yeah, yeah. so I think that kind of fantasy animation doesn't age terribly poorly. So I don't think the graphics will necessarily be a hindrance. I'll be honest. I find World of Warcraft's graphics to be charming. Like they're not good, but they're not bad. They don't age They're not distracting to me in any regard. Like if it looked like that, I don't think I would boot this game up and be like, oh, this looks like garbage. (laughs) Yeah. No, a few years ago, I I hopped on uh, Vanilla WoW and I played all the old uh, you know dungeons and everything and i'm like oh man this i just had a blast and it's it's graphics that are what 15 plus years old like and it, it made no difference at all all it did was bring nostalgia and love and enjoyment so you know sometimes graphics aren't always everything yeah i will say in a weird way even though i never played torchlight it did feel a little bit nostalgic because of the animation style which yeah. kind of surprised me oh, yeah cool. it felt familiar even though I never played it. All right. Well, that basically wraps everything up here for this Hijack a Host episode. We want to say one more time, thank you so much to Nate. We really appreciate you going legendary and picking this game along with the incredible care package you sent. We really do appreciate you uh, along with all of our listeners. We want to say thank you to everyone out there for listening and supporting the show. Please make sure to check out all of our episodes, but make sure to come back two Mondays from now. That way you can hear Josh's thoughts on Torchlight 2. I know that I hope to get at least a couple hours in there as well, and then you can hear all of our thoughts on that. And until next time, happy gaming. See ya. All right. See everybody.